twohomos.com. It's not a porn site. We just like the name. So we haven't come out with a podcast in a while, and I have to admit that it really truly is all my fault. It's not, not Roxanne's fault. She tried. But I actually came down with a cold last weekend. Last Monday, I started getting sick. And Roxanne immediately, as the good wife, she brought out all the lozenges. She brought out zinc lollipops and zinc gum and everything else. She even asked me three days in a row, did I want orange juice? Well, I was willing to go to the store to get her whatever she needs, food, drinks, whatever. The only thing that she was interested in was playing video games and coughing and trying to get me sick. But luckily, due to the uh, Lyme disease, I've been taking tons of antibiotics. So I think anything would be killed, you know, like super antibiotics with a cape on flying, just kicking the ass of the stuff that she's trying to spew on me. Immediately. So I just decided I'm going to really push the limits of this antibiotics and see what happens. But because of that, so I didn't have enough fluids. I didn't make chicken noodle soup like I normally do. I didn't have orange juice. I didn't take zinc lozenges. So you I didn't was... take care of yourself. No, I didn't. And I stayed up way too late at night playing video games. And so I was sick the entire week. She had a new toy that she was playing with. And that's what the whole problem was. You couldn't even get her to focus. But I have like, tons of topics that we can talk about and different things that I'm ready to go and I'm waiting for her to get better and she's not doing anything to get better and even this one I'm not sure how good it's going to be because she still is not up to par hey hey now so before I got sick and this is not the reason that I got sick last weekend we made our annual pilgrimage to Vegas for Beth's birthday party so I booked us flights for early on Friday morning because, you know, it's never too early to get to Vegas. So we went uh, right out of Burbank Airport. And I got to tell you, a trip, easy breezy, no problems. Well, you know what? There's one thing that kind of stand out to me when we're heading from like Burbank to Las Vegas. Okay, a lot of people are against racial profiling. And I can understand that I wouldn't want to be stopped every time I'm going there if, if you had lesbians were attacking things. Okay, so I, I understand that. But it was so ridiculous. There was this little old guy, and it just popped in my head. There's this little old man who's like 90 years old that's going on the plane. He's in front of me. He has a freaking cane, and he can barely stand up with the cane. He should have been in a wheelchair is what he should have been. And this poor bastard, and I'm not saying that 90-year-old men are bastards, but seriously, listen to this. This poor bastard can't even fucking walk. They take the cane from this guy. Now this guy is like wobbling like a drunk that has had... I don't know, a keg of fucking beer. He was so unsteady. I'm waiting for him to fall or just drop dead in front of me. I'm sure he's Al-Qaeda. Oh, yeah. You know how they have the little old women from Pasadena? This was her husband. Oh, brother. A little old man from Pasadena, I'm sure. So he could barely stand up, and they ask him to go through. As he's wobbling over, next thing you know, he's being wanded. Because you know, elderly people, you have to be very, very careful because they might have a bomb in their dentures. Oh, I'm or sure. Or maybe, maybe they have a fake leg that they pull off, and they shoot the whole fucking airplane. This guy is getting everything practically to a cavity search, and he's still hobbling. And so once they get him through and it's not beeping and they're wanding him, you think you'd give the poor guy the cane so he could balance himself off he has no shoes on he's barely getting by he's now trying to walk in the appropriate direction so they push me through and they're like okay go through so I go through no big deal I get my stuff I pack my stuff up I put my shoes on I'm sitting down finally this little old man with his stuff sits next to me as he goes to sit down he's like oh <laughs> and I'm like he's in pain and this is what these bastards are doing I mean I let am the sure, old guy through I am sure that he had C4 explosives in that little tube of poly grip that he had for his dentures i'm certain of it i don't even think he had a fucking plastic bag for them to search you know i it was just i was just amazed it was just so stupid where you know you might want to kind of look at that guy and say okay this is a pass Right. Because if he's dying, he's not going to be getting the 50 virgins because he's going to be too tired to fuck them. Seriously, let him through. Yeah, so, so, I'm going to, yeah, let's search the lesbians instead. 
Yeah, exactly. So that was the part that I that stood out to me. I felt bad for that little guy. So we have certain things that we do when we go to Vegas, you know, for annual pilgrimage. Friday nights, we get together. It's called Offensive T-Shirt Night. It's offensive for a reason. And I think it's now spilled over into Offensive T-Shirt Weekend, which we were not prepared for. No, nobody told us that. No one told me that. And I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed and upset. I guess we weren't in the in crowd. Right. So we had Offensive T-Shirt Night, and then we eat at the Pink Taco. So that's our normal thing. And if you guys ever go to Vegas, go to the pink taco it's at the hard rock cafe good food hard rock hotel price. sorry thank you hard rock hotel so you have that and then saturday oh and then the other thing is after that friday night we usually go to the strip bar saturday we do like a you know like kind of like a fancy or a nice dinner and then we go to a we've gone to a show or show or musical yeah. or something like that and then sunday it's it's recovery and maybe possibly in between those days we might get a massage that's our normal mo but for this particular birthday we had additional people that showed up and i think we tamed it down a bit and then also where you're staying at was quite pricey so i think they're trying to work within a budget that that you're not blowing your entire wad well i think it was because beth's parents showed up for her birthday this time but it was also the 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 meals and the and the bars and, and the you know i mean if you go see a, a play of some sort it's at least 100 bucks yeah so i mean it, it does add up and the hotel you know was what 200 bucks a night that was crazy so so offensive t-shirt night though however was one of my favorite nights and roxanne helped me pick out my shirt my shirt i think hands down i had the winning shirt for that evening i would have to agree that because I'm looking for offensive. Now, political politics don't, I mean, I stay away from politics with the show because I have really strong beliefs. And um, so to me, there's nothing funny about that. And there's nothing offensive, except for, you know, who's in the White House. Sorry, <laughs> slipped out. Anyways, so any of the shirts that we had, I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense. That's a good shirt. You should wear that every day. Yeah, is, right. Is my thought process. So I was looking for kind of crude and rude and, and offensive that way, or extremely witty. Right. So Virginia shirt, I think out of all of them, and I was jealous because I wanted that shirt. And Virginia took it. Her shirt was GILF. G-I-L-F. And it was in big letters across the front of the shirt. Which just in case we have anybody that is a little bit confused because we had some people confused at the party that didn't understand that. And it's Grandmother I'd Like to Fuck. Right. Underneath the big GILF was... It said, Never Underestimate the Power of K-Y. Now that shit's funny. That was funny. And then when I walked into the party that first night, somebody, the first person who saw my shirt read it and said, never underestimate the power of Kentucky. I don't get it. I just had to walk away. See, I mean, really. You know what? Then that's why we were idiots later on. Because a lot of the shirts you're able to read and you knew what it was. But there's one shirt that I read and I didn't get it. And I'm, I'm really upset because I do believe in politics. And we actually did a podcast on this. But I didn't remember what it was. And one of the guys, Tim, had a shirt said no really I'm just tapping my foot yeah I didn't know what that was for the longest and time and I was like well what the hell is that finally after you know a half an hour or so I had to ask someone and once they said you know tapping the foot like going to pick up a guy in an airport and I'm like oh Craig and and then I knew who it was and I felt stupid so right you know if <laughs> someone doesn't so. get Kentucky versus KY you know what the other I think sh- we were worse the other shirt that I really liked was one that Leslie had on she had on which came first the chicken or the egg and it was this chicken bent over and this enormous oversized egg was fucking the shit out of the chicken and it had it was grabbing its tail feathers in each hand and just had this look of like extreme pleasure on its face yeah take it chick take it so that was kind of funny too you know we had tons of different shirts but I think another funny thing is we did go to the pink taco that night and Jeff had a shirt that I saw on on the website that I looked at I didn't purchase and it was green with it orange. would have yeah it had like orange dots green orange, and orange dots. dots and the orange dot and they're just all dots all over it and the orange dots spelt 
fuck the colorblind. And normally I'm like, well, you know, okay, whatever. I mean, who's going to, you know, what is the odds of getting a response on that? Because Jeff has good odds on a lot of things that he does. We went to the Pink Taco and there was a lady that worked at the restaurant and there's 25 people. So we're waiting for the reserva- uh, the reservations. He went in, I'm not sure if he's going to check it or not, but as he went in, he or maybe he went to use the restroom, I'm not sure, I think to check the stuff. The, the receptionist was colorblind and obviously she couldn't see what Jeff's shirt said. It was just a big gray blot. Well, one of the employees knew that she was colorblind. So they went up to her and we'll just call her Ginger. Hey, Ginger, you see that dude over there? He's got a shirt that says, fuck the colorblind, but you can't read it because it's colors you can't see. So Ginger gets all pissed off and she goes up to Jeff. Now, I would think most straight girls, because this is what I have seen in the past, straight girls love Jeff. He's a handsome man. He's a hot, hunky guy. Yeah. I mean, very handsome man. You know, you'd think if anything, she'd say, you know what? Hey, it's not offensive. I'll blow you before she finds out he's gay. Then maybe she can get upset, but she wasn't. So instead she goes, excuse me, that shirt's really offensive because I'm colorblind and she's pissed. So Jeff, being the guy he is, you know, joking around, he thought, you know, okay, well, I'll tell her what my other shirt was going to be. Let me try and diffuse this situation a little bit. Right. But of course, with Jeff's luck, that's not what happens. So he goes, so he says, you know, I was going to have a line that goes right at my waist area, which is at the bottom of the shirt. And it says that I've had it up to here with midgets. Now, obviously it's offensive on so many different terms. Well, the lady then tells him that I'm two inches shy from being illegally a dwarf. Yeah. I mean, what are the odds that Jeff would not only, you know, within one evening and we're eating dinner at this restaurant. I mean, what are the odds that Jeff would run into a colorblind midget? Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. I I didn't want to have the same food with him because I was frightened that someone would spit in it. Yeah. Oh, they probably did worse than spit in it. Jerked off into it. Yeah. So the next day we actually cut the night kind of short. Normally we would go to the strip club on a Friday night, but we cut it kind of short because we're old and we had to go to bed. Yeah. And we were up really freaking early. Yeah. Because we couldn't get to Vegas fast enough. So the next morning we decided to tool off on our own. You know, we were going to go see what was happening about town and we kind of got in a rental car. Well, there's one thing that that you forgot is that just so you guys know, if you haven't done anything yet, we're doing our Christmas shopping. Our goal is to get done by November. So we did the outlet malls early Friday, which is why I think we were so exhausted. Yeah. Spending money costs money. Right. Sure or, spending money makes takes energy. Yeah. So then the next day we're going to go do an adventure. Yeah. So we decided, well, let's go to Henderson because we've never been to Henderson and we were going to go to the dam, but the medication that Roxanne's taking was uh, the sunlight bothers her skin. So we decided not to keep her yeah, in the sun. Yeah. The antibiotics, they're saying stay out of the sun. So Roxanne, darling that I she is. I think I'm a vampire. Yeah, she is. I can vouch for that. But anyway, darling that she is, she took me for one of my first experiences ever because she wanted to be the first, pop my cherries. She took me to a pawn shop in Vegas, which was very exciting. She took me to Super Pawn. Well, you know, I think if you've got a pawn shop, you got to check something out. She's never been. And if you guys have it's it's interesting yeah it was a good place we saw all kinds of stuff i gotta tell you there was just guitars and jewelry beautiful jewelry or it looked beautiful i so wanted that tag watch it oh. was the 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 tag watch in the style that i absolutely love and it was there and it was only like 400 bucks See, which now, is a hell of a price now i could have been nice and you know our anniversary's coming up christmas coming up i might have gotten that for you but no instead i saw the psp the playstation portable and they knocked the price down to 100 bucks for me and of course I bought that instead yeah but no it was I mean you if if I you were she's trying to get me to buy some stuff there you know look you know it, it said it was just off of that dead lady you yeah know? I'm right. like no honey I, I really don't need that somebody lost their house over this yeah so we got a PlayStation portable and that also led to my problems this week of staying up too late oh she's been out of control with that goddamn thing yeah I, I suggested that she purchase it and that was it she just went nuts I went nuts so we ended up coming back and we uh, showered and got ready we went to a Italian restaurant 
restaurant where it was really good food. I enjoyed it. It's supposed to be the, the best Italian restaurant in Vegas, but I don't remember good. the name. Norris. Norris. Okay. Yeah. So then we went there, and then this is the part where we changed. Instead of going to a show by professionals, Beth has always wanted to do karaoke. The idea, well, first of all, I can't sing. I can't carry a note. If you said, carry a note or you'll die, I'll be dead. I don't think that's the point of karaoke. I know, but to me it is, because I'm not going to sing if I can't, you know. I mean, people would be paying me money to get off the stage, or you'd have that big cane that pulls you off. Right. And the whole idea is not working. See, I always thought that the karaoke was set up for people that people that didn't make it in the industry or have always had those dreams kind of like when I was a kid I was a drama geek oh no this and is... I did plays so I mean the idea of doing a play somewhere I would do it in a heartbeat no these are drunk people thinking they sound good and classy no I think these are people that I, I disagree with you profusely on that I think these are people that actually enjoy it and they think that they're rock stars because people are getting dressed up in fancy outfits I think that you know, you have like party people, people that have good voices. They've got dance moves. I mean, there are the drunk ones, but there's some people that are really, really, really into it. I have to tell you, there was one guy who did a Cure song and he probably stood in front of his mirror for weeks practicing. Oh, I think you're you're underestimating. I'm thinking months. Well, we went to, we did the karaoke at a place called Ellis Island. It's a casino. And we went in there. In California, we've outlawed smoking everywhere. I don't even think that you're allowed to smoke outside at this point it's so insane very rarely will you i mean unless you're leaving a, an office building then you'll walk into a thing of smoke because we don't allow people to smoke inside so we went into this place and this place was just covered with smoke i mean you could take a knife and cut a hole through the smoke it was pretty amazing so it was really strong and intense for non-smokers and, and we're not used to that so i'm already dying just trying to get air i should have brought my scuba tank so we went to the ellis island and it was kind of like a it was a divey casino. It was, it was off the strip for sure. And it was probably where the locals go. I guess you could call it that. Oh, it's totally where the locals go because people knew each other there. And somehow we ended up being there. And I, we took over a huge area. And Tina went there and gave the songs ahead of time so people would have music set up. So we, the first person that I was waiting patiently to see sing, not in our group because this lady was dressed. Her name was Maria. And she sang Black Velvet. Oh, yeah. And I like that song, but not the way she does it. She was a blonde, and she had, like, witch boots on. Witch boots. (laughs) And they were really high. And then she had, this is horrible, people. She had tree tree trunk thighs in a miniskirt. Oh, my God. So between the boots and the miniskirt, it's pushing it together where it's like a cottage cheese fest. Oh. Now, if you have cottage cheese, I have no issues with that. More power to you, whatever. But you don't flaunt your worst assets. That's all I'm saying. All I can tell you is... Is that sexy is a relative thing and right. it depends on who you hang out with you might be the sexiest person in your well, crowd well not tonight because she also had the dress that was split down all the way down to her belly and her boobs were like popping out and here's the other thing the left breast was larger oh than the right thing. god but i would say 99 percent of all the 99 percent of the people that were in the bar were men yeah. that wanted to sing and i was so shocked because i have been to a karaoke bar once and i watched a friend sing and i was there for about 30 minutes and we were there for you know probably a couple hours because it was fucking entertaining i really enjoyed myself and i didn't think i would i was a little over it after about four or five songs to, to be honest with you yeah there was a guy in the guys the songs that they're choosing you had billy idol you had had Iron Maiden, some Spanish song, 
a Van Halen song, you know, the David Lee Roth version. These guys were working it too. I'm telling and, you, they spent a lot of time in front of the mirror doing the facial yeah. expressions, everything. And the moves. And the funny thing is, is here's the sad thing. The white guys were trying to do their dances. Aww. And you know when they say like white guys can't dance? It's fucking true. Because Aww. there's these Latino dudes. And not only were they making fun of their dance moves, but they're making fun of the songs and how they sang it. Did you see that on the right side of the yeah. bar? Yeah. So, you know, you're getting picked on. So in our group, not all 25 of us sang because I sure as hell didn't because I wasn't about to do it. Virginia is a big pussy too. But I would have to say my favorite person that sang was our Aaron. Our little Aaron. And yeah, Aaron she was good. had a backup dancer and nobody knew what anybody was singing except for Tina. So Aaron sang a rap song. I like big butts. So she's rapping this out and you've got Rachel who's shaking her ass and shaking her tits and dancing and it was just absolutely hilarious. They were good. Rachel has a good sense of humor and a good personality that just shined. And Aaron's like grabbing her crotch and she's holding the mic like a rapper. It was hilarious. And the other thing is, is Aaron got a new haircut, so she has a mohawk. Right. So a mohawk singing rap music was, that alone was entertaining. And then a white girl. It was priceless. And then we also had Jeff. And this was also interesting because it was like so much testosterone. And it was like all straight people. So Jeff goes up and he's sick. Maybe that's where you got your cold was from Jeff. I don't know. I think he had the sore throat. So Jeff goes up and with every ounce he has, he belts out this song you know, as much as he can, because before he was whispering because his voice just got worse and worse. And he did a show tune, because he is a gay guy, and the show tune, the song was My Man. So he's singing about that, and like all the straight guys have got this look of horror, like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) And then Tim, he sang a song, a Pat Benatar song, the one where she shimmies. Oh, and yeah. you know, and all the straight guys are freaking out about that. I'm thinking we're going to get killed when we're leaving. Well, not us, them. We had to leave in a big pack. None of us could leave alone. Yeah, and then um, you know, we had other people singing. You know, Tina. I loved her song where she's singing. I have friends in low places, so we're all singing with her because I can sing sitting on in the back, and I'm totally fine with that. But it was it was just absolutely hilarious. So out of the clientele at the particular place, when you look at it, you had the gays, which was our group. You had the dads and the moms. You had girls that used to be popular in high school or in college. I'm thinking the cheerleaders, and those are the ones that I would think sing the karaoke. And then you had the guys in the flannel shirts. There's a couple cowboys and a guy with his son who turned 21. Headbangers, which, why are headbangers singing karaoke? I really don't, I don't get know. that. And then, of course, the UNLV students. Right. So um, if you're ever in Vegas, you've got to go to Ellis Island and do the karaoke because that shit was funny. And I, I would have to say that was probably the highlight for me for the for the weekend. That was a good time, I got to tell you. But to top it all off, the next day at breakfast, I have to tell you, the end oh. of offensive t-shirt weekend. Wasn't over. It wasn't over yet. The one last thing, just to put the icing on the cake, was Elisa's t-shirt. Oh, you know what? If she wore this shirt that that night she would have in my mind won you know elisa's a is a big girl and her shirt said winning in the fight against anorexia classic awesome priceless bye bye, bye.